Good afternoon and good evening. I'm sure at some point, you know, the audience will be listening to the podcast at one of those times of day, and today is election day. And I'm sure that's stirring up quite a bit of things in people today. But I feel calm today. And one of those reasons why is, like in anything, there's not a whole bunch you can do except for what you can do, and that is to get out there and vote. So if you're out there voting right now, you're standing in lines, whether it's raining, there's sunshine, it's windy, you're letting your voice be heard. And that's pretty much what you can do. The rest is up to the combined efforts of everyone and their voting prowess and what the standings say happen at the end. Probably not the end of the day, but um, regardless of what happens, we're going to move forward from this. My hope is that as we move forward, that it doesn't look like a lot of violence, that it doesn't look like um, people rising up for negative things. I know that for so many people, a lot is riding on the election, and I get that. There are people out there working incredibly hard, working on both sides of the aisle in terms of people volunteering for campaigns. I had a good episode about that uh, with one of my guests who was a pollster and was knocking on doors and uh, the difficulty of doing that. And I know people out there are calling people and all your work is going to pay off in some way and that you've given a lot of effort. So. Um, for those people who are processing ballots, um, spending the time with people who may be grumpy, may be happy, um, the work you're doing is appreciated. Um, and I hope that this year highlights the power of our democracy in a positive way and not in a negative way. One of the things that I have really tried to focus on in my life on a regular basis is being positive. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't look at the negative side of things or don't see the realities of the world. Like anyone else, I see the devastation that is happening on our planet, with our climate, how we treat each other, violence. I'm certainly aware of it, but so are you. And so is most of our, of our planet. A lot of people were so... We're being fed so much information related to the negative side of life. And those are the things that are gone viral in our existence. But what if we made positive things go viral? For some reason, it's a very difficult thing to have happen. So here on Election Day, I want to be positive. And I want to take a side of positivity because right now, Tribalism and taking in sides has become really popular. And not listening to other people has become really popular, unfortunately. But if you want to take a side, you should take the side of being positive. Because that side is good no matter who you are, where you're from, what you do. I always tell people, and I tell my daughter this as well, it's very difficult for people to have anger and hatred and violence towards you if you show them grace and humility 
and you are kind to their face and you genuinely mean it. Because people don't change through violence, through you being defensive with them, through you shouting at them. Sometimes I think about when I look on TV and, and I see two people shouting at each other on two sides of a line, and one side fighting for one thing, another side fighting for a different thing, and they're just shouting at each other. And all I think of is that nothing's being accomplished. It's just noise. Ever think about if you have been to a really um, loud place, even whether it's a restaurant. I lived in Vegas, and I swear the restaurants just play music super loud all the time, or a nightclub, or anywhere it's just really loud, and you're having to shout, and you're like, yeah, what, what, what did you say? And you're mouthing words to each other. And it's just so much noise, you can't hear. You can barely think. And that's what's happening. Or at least that's what's being projected is what's happening for a lot of people. Is just they're shouting noise at each other. Nobody's listening to each other. We are so much better than this. We're so much better than this. When we actually listen to each other, and we don't wait for someone to finish so that we can interject our own ideas and become defensive and to try to be right all the time. When we literally just listen to the other person, even if it doesn't make sense to us, even if it seems really out there, the fact that you just listen to somebody without judging them, that makes a difference. I've seen people change. You change people through their heart not through the violence of your mouth, of your hands, of weapons. You change hearts through kindness and sitting down. And I realize that's hard. You don't want to be around people who espouse things that are difficult for you to hear, that seem so far outside of what you feel is common sense. I totally get that. It's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. But if you think about all the different things, the topics in our lives that are so controversial, whether it be racism, inequality, uh, gender bias, whether it's the politics, religion, we're so scared to sit down with somebody who believes in something else that we're not into. And when that happens, nothing gets accomplished. We push ourselves to one side, and the other side goes too deeper into the other side. And then the social media environment, which, if you haven't understood at this point, is gamed against you through algorithms to feed you things that you believe in, that only tell your worldview further pushes you away from other people. Weapons are no longer just guns, knives, hands, feet. They're digital weapons. And it's harder than ever to fend off those things. I realize that. But we have to have dialogue. 
we have to have conversation. And we have to talk about whatever happens, probably not today, because with all the early voting and everything, we're not going to know till later on, maybe a couple of days, the outcome of the election. And please remember that concept about the noise. You're going to hear a lot of noise today, a lot of noise this evening. Make sure you understand the actual facts about what can and cannot happen. But regardless of the outcome, you're going to go on. You're going to live. You have meaning. You have purpose. You have options. And I know it may be hard to take regardless of who wins. Both the presidency, Senate races, House, local, down ballots, all the whole thing. Regardless of what happens, you're going to get up. You're going to either go to work, you're going to work from home, you're going to take care of your family. You control that. Or, I understand the other side, you may wake up and maybe you don't have a job and it's tough and you're struggling and the outcome of the election just feels like it's pushing you down further. Remember, you're important. Good things are on the way. Having faith and also having action is really important. You have those two things, you can do a lot in life. And also remember that your dignity, the quality of your life, is not determined by who is the president of the United States, who is the senator, a representative in your state. I believe we're in a point in time we're, we're in a transition time. I've talked to a few people about this on my podcast, and some interesting insights, I think, have come. And, and that's what happens when you have regular conversation with people. In my show, I always have regular conversations with people about an hour long, about four hours, sometimes five hours of pretty deep intellectual conversations each week because I want to be educated. I want to learn other points of view. And one of the points of view that I think is really interesting that is beginning to come from this is that we may be in a transition period, the end of one thing and the beginning of another. I know it sounds obvious when you think about the election and stuff, potentially, but I'm talking about this era of humanity and that often when something comes to an end, an era, a close of something, it's fairly ugly because we're so used to the way things are in a certain way that we, we fight and we scratch and we claw to keep things the way they are. We're creatures of comfort. We don't like change, but change is necessary. It's necessary. Uncomfortableness and growth are parallel to each other. They exist with each other. And right now, it feels like we're in an age of, of newness. We're finishing one age. We're going to a new age. We're moving into a different age of technology, the dawn of machine learning, deep learning, going into cognitive architecture. We're going into more conservation of our planet, nature, more regulations about fisheries and not destroying the oceans. We're awakening to the ideas, the lifestyles of yoga, meditation, more research than ever has been going on about sleep, 
psychedelics. Do you know that one of the biggest things that's happening today, November 3rd, is ballot measure 109 and 110 in Oregon. 109 being to make psilocybin or psychedelics legal to use in clinic settings. It would be the first time in our history for it to be legal. This is a Schedule One drug, which is crazy to think that. The same thing with cannabis. However, if that passes, that becomes a point that no one's talking about on a national level, a huge point of amazing medicine that is getting no play. Watch for it. In ballot measure 110, decriminalizing, I believe, all drugs and focusing on prevention and recovery for people. Things are changing. In five states, I believe, medical marijuana, sorry, recreational mar uh, marijuana is on the ballot today. And it's looking like all five of those will pass, which should give us 15 states with recreational use. What does this mean? It means that things are changing. Dive deeper than what's happening at the top. There's a lot of things changing, laws changing, suppressing vote that are to help try to change in suppression of votes. Laws changing to help people to have better lives. It's deeper than what's happening in the presidential election, the Senate. The world is in the midst of a new era. It's happening right underneath your nose. And that's often what happens. A lot of the greatness that happens, happens when nobody's watching. I make that same assessment with athletics. You know, I grew up an athlete, a scholarship track and field athlete. And working hard is a big part of my DNA. And as a track and field athlete, most of what you do is practice. The time actually competing and running and racing is a fraction of the amount of time that you spend actually practicing. Practice is the majority. Fitness is the majority of the participation of it. You become great when nobody's watching. That's how greatness works. Greatness, whatever you see, what's streaming on TV or what the final product is, it pales in comparison to the amount of effort and the things that are done when the cameras are not on. In your life, your greatness depends on what happens when nobody's watching you. Are you taking shortcuts? Are you tapping out because you don't feel great today? You're feeling lazy? You don't become great by cutting corners. It's what happens when nobody is watching you. When you're creating music in your personal studio and there's no cameras, there's no selfies, there's nobody recording it. It's just you and your instruments spending the time, seven, eight hours, pushing yourself to be creative. That's where you become great. When you're shooting hoops, making hundreds and hundreds of shots, several hours, dribbling between the legs, behind your back, practicing hitting the elbow jumper, layups, nobody's watching. That's how you become great. Writing every single day. 
at least a page of your thoughts, your ideas. It's how you write a book. It's how you become great. Going to your job, doing the right things, or being at home in your job, being organized, turning in your work early, time management, providing good ideas, being thoughtful, creative. That's how you become great. I'm telling you, there's greatness happening in our nation. You just have to get through the noise of what is being shown to you. Amazing things are happening. Sleep research has never been more. We're learning how important it is for us to sleep and to recharge our bodies. We're starting to have different ideas about human consciousness and changing the way we look at the universe and our connection as our brain potentially being a receiver for the universal consciousness. I'm not a conspiracy theory person. I'm not someone who puts out crazy ideas. I'm fairly straight and narrow. However, I also see the possibility of other ideas. That both science and spirituality exist together because they are together. I don't separate the two. You find both in each other. We need to find the goodness in each other. Somebody in Mobile, Alabama can find the goodness in somebody in Seattle, Washington. Somebody in Jackson Hole, Wyoming can find the goodness in somebody in uh, Vermont. Somebody in Bangor, Maine can find the goodness in somebody in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I've had the great fortune of living across almost every part of the United States. I am so proud of that. I've visited almost every single state in the United States and spent time with people. And as I said, lived in many of the states in the United States, growing up in military family. What a gift. I was fortunate for that. I got to see how people live in all parts of this amazing country. You know what I learned? We're all pretty similar. We want to raise our families. We want to have good employment. We want to blow off some steam from time to time, have some drinks with friends, or go take a class with each other, or whatever you like to do. We're very similar. We want to be happy. We want goodness in our life. We want to believe that we care about each other. But right now, we are waging against larger forces within the internet, the digital realm, media, and things asking for your attention, eating your attention. One of the craziest things, I think, is in corporations, especially with food, is they made about wanting to, how much of your stomach can they take? In the digital frontier and companies, how much of your attention and your soul can they take? It's a real insidious issue, but 
what you pay attention to in your life, what you care about, what's important to you. Remember that. Remember that regardless of the outcome of any of these decisions that happen today, you're going to be okay. And I know some of you guys, you may feel like you're not okay right now. But I'll meet you there, wherever you're at. Whether you're all the way down in the dumps or sky high, I'll meet you there. And I'll tell you you're good. I'll tell you you're worthy. I tell you you're important. You deserve love and affection and kindness. You deserve to be told you're good because you are. And you may have messed up just like we all have messed up in life. No person has never made a mistake. We've all made mistakes. We've all said things we wish we could take back. But that doesn't mean you don't deserve to be cared for, to be loved, to be told you're good. So I hope whatever happens today or tomorrow or the rest of the week, whenever the decision-making comes down, the final decision. You know what happens in life is there's a lot of time leading up to a big decision. Small increments, the shaping, small moments lead to a big decision. Whatever that big decision is, remember, you got to rise above that. You're so much better than whatever the outcome of that is. I'm here for you. I care for you. I love you. Thank you for listening to Dr. D's Social Network. May you all be blessed. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dr. D's Social Network. Make sure you listen to future episodes. Also, please make sure to rate and review My Dad's Show on Apple Podcasts in the Rate and Review section. Thanks, everyone.